Welcome to the Mom Manual. Motherhood doesn't come with instructions, but it should. We are on a mission to highlight ordinary moms doing extraordinary things to build the ultimate mom manual. Every week, I have the distinct honor of speaking with women about the lessons they've learned and the inspiration that got them to where they are today. Join us for a conversation that will spark creativity, provide actionable tips, and celebrate the ordinary and extraordinary moments of motherhood. The Mom Manual starts now. Hello, everyone. Tara Williams here with the Mom Manual. Another amazing guest we have for you today. Lavelle Smith-Hall is a certified emotional intelligence consultant and mental health coach. She's the founder and chief mom of Mom Logics. Lavelle, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Tara, for having me. Uh, this is my second time, so I feel honored that I got invited back as a guest. Yes, I love it. And I, I said, there's a new look. If you guys, if you're not watching this, we're going to put it on YouTube as well. But I love the whole background. She's purple on purple, really just bringing the energy this morning for our call. Um, yes. And I think you are actually our only ever second time person. So congratulations. People loved your episode. Anything with emotional intelligence, I love to dig into because it's something that I feel like not everybody knows about. And unlike regular intelligence IQ, which cannot be changed, you can actually increase and improve your emotional intelligence. So it's not a marker of I would say being smart or not smart. It's something you can actually work on to be better at, which I love. So Lavelle, if people have not heard your first episode, and we will put the show notes, the link to the first one, so you guys can reference back to that. But can you give a quick intro on yourself, on Mom Logics, on how you got here? Yes. Um, so thank you. That that was a chunk full. But I love talking about one, not only emotional intelligence, I love talking about being a mom. And so to be able to merge those two together is just an it's an amazing thing. As a mom, you're right. I mean, we are so used to caring for so many others. One of the things that I love about bridging emotional intelligence into the space is it's all about four domains. And the very first domain, which is the most important domain is self-awareness. Mm. Right. And so think about it as moms, we're caregivers of others. We're taking care of others. We don't have the time to think about ourselves. But when it comes to emotional intelligence, most people think it's about like falling back and letting others walk over you, not really expressing yourself, being always in chill mode. It's really not that. It's giving us exactly what you said about like intelligence, right? That's given to us based on IQ, IQ, right? That's something that we can't necessarily control. Emotional intelligence is all about your control. And so the domain center around you and being able to be self-aware about you, yourself. And then the second domain is managing your reactions to everybody else and all the things around you. The third domain has to do with the, the situation at hand which may involve others, whether it's your children, your spouse, your coworkers, your family members. And then the last one is all about managing the, all of those relationships, right? And so the key domain, the first two are primarily centered around you. And I feel like it's an opportunity for moms to kind of take back who we are and who we were before we had so many other people piling on us, where we didn't have time or space or safe space to express who we are and how we feel. Like sometimes we forget about it. Like I actually have a feeling, I'm frustrated, I'm sad. You know, I'm angry and, 
And so we've kind of pushed those aside once we become a mom. But I love the fact that the work that I do as a consultant and as a coach gives moms and those that I work with, parents and organizations, permission to feel those emotions. So I feel like it's the opposite of what most people think. It's being self-aware of my emotions, of our emotions, to be able to have those better relationships. And we get to manage that. We get to control it. Yeah. And and so you said you do courses and one-on-one, or what does that look like at MomLogic? Yeah. So MomLogic, so there's, there's a couple of things that's happening with me, Lavelle Smith-Hall and MomLogic as a founder uh, of MomLogic. So as a personal growth consultant, I go in and I work with different individuals, corporations, companies, schools even, and I focus on the emotional intelligence side. So I bring programming to them as a group, but I also work with individuals one-on-one as it relates to what they may need as a parent. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of mom clients, so I do a lot of one-on-ones, but companies will bring me in because like in school as an example or organization where they're parents, where they, as an organization, they don't want to be the one to coach them, right? Because it may be something about them that's going on. Or if they are the school of your children, you know, there's so much focus surrounding the children that oftentimes parents don't get a chance to really have a platform for themselves. So that's the role that I play as a personal growth consultant. Over in the space of founder of MomLogic, it, it really started with me being a coach Um, But it also then evolved into the tech space. So we have a community of moms where we go in and we really create a safe space for them to talk about different topics. And Tara, I'm talking about topics that are often, we're often judged, right? As a mom, meaning today, I just don't like my kids. I love them, but I don't like them. And let's talk about what happened, right? Like I was all, you know, getting ready for my day and then you forgot your homework or I was getting ready for my, for the nighttime dinner and you just didn't want to do the bath or you didn't want to get things done. And so you're frustrated. You don't have a space to express your emotion. And so mom logics offers a community for you to just sound off. Um, The other place is we, we provide um, a lot of group coaching. So we have sessions where moms can get together and we'll have a space where they share community which is great, right? And so when the pandemic happened, it was virtual. Now we get to go back and we get to be in person. And so it's all all about lifting up the mom there in that space of coaching one-on-one or group coaching. And then we do, um, we just actually uh, entered into a prototype of our app. Melinda is our mom app. And so we're building it. We're in the building stages, but we've developed, we work, we have a tech team where we work, we're working on the features of the app because moms need a safe space. I mean, we ultimately know that we can't share the things that we really don't like about motherhood. Right. Although we love our kids, we don't like everything. And so the mat, the, the app allows moms to go into their phone, into a safe space, and yep. really focus in on some things that, that are going to help them as they all do all the things to help others. So oh those God. are the three ways. Yeah. I love that. It's like you can almost anonymously you know, tell your problem without the judgment piece, because so many times something will happen as a mom and you think I am such a monster. What kind of mother would do this? But, and then you don't tell anybody and you just kind of hold it in. And, you know, if that's yelling at your kids or 
you know, we've all just had that moment where we've kind of snapped and grabbed their wrist or something like that. And, and you're embarrassed. And, you know, sometimes you can't even talk about it with your husband or your spouse. And that's amazing to have a place. Now, the in-person, you're located in Chicago. Is that right? We are in the Chicagoland area. Uh, most of our, our moms, a large community of our moms are in Chicago. But we also spread all the way out to like other countries, which is amazing oh, because of the online space. Right? right. And so we have different cities in the U.S but we also have some other countries and moms are a part of it. And that's the cool part. And so the app will allow us to even stretch further to yeah. be able to have moms tap in into the safe space and pull from all the things that I just talked about, the community, the coaching, whether it's group or one-on-one, the events, whether they're virtual or in-person. We actually just had, like, this is so cool. We just had for the holiday, we had like, for us, we've had pre-pandemic, we would have an annual holiday party. And this holiday party was our gift to moms, right? And so it. in the beginning, I held them in my home. But this last time, we actually came outside the home, had in a wonderful, beautiful hotel, not very far um, from, it's outside, like in the suburbs of Chicago. Um, but we had some wonderful gifts. We had it actually gifted and we had a surprise guest. She is the founder and CEO of an organization. It's called Myel Organic. So it's a hair product. Cool. company, but they just merged with Procter Gamble um, and she gifted every mom, all of the products that she has on her line. Her name is Monique Rodriguez. So that was an amazing surprise to the mom yeah. and inspiration to the mom because yeah. the name of the event was 50 shades of green grow into your neck. So it really spoke to moms about how do we get to the next part of our life, whatever that may be, right? I just had something that tragically happened. And I mean, it doesn't have to be extreme. It could be a loss of a job, a loss of a marriage or relationship, mm -hmm. or just a loss of self. How do I get to, to the next? Right. And she shared her story. Moms were gifted amazing gifts by her and Mom Logics because we had a lot of in-kind um, sponsors who provided these amazing items into these gift bags. So that's kind of the other part of what we do. Yeah. We are so often giving, Mom Logics wants to make sure at the end of the year that we give back and allow you to be gifted and receive the love that you so often give out. Oh my gosh, I love that. I want to come to the next one. That's amazing. <laughs> yes. Come to Chicago, Tara. Come to I Chicago. I love it. I love it. Okay. So I am totally into personal growth, into emotional intelligence, in, you know, I have all the, what are, what are they called? The books, they're read, emotional intelligence 1.0 2.0 they have the whole series uh -huh. i've read them all and it's really just it's, it's kind of like practice right like you can become better so you know if somebody's listening and they're like i, I want to get into this practice more um if, if they don't want to dive totally into a one-on-one -on -one coaching but they want just to dip their toe into it and learn a little bit today on the podcast can you go through each of the four and just give yeah. a an overview and maybe share one thing that if you want to increase your self-awareness, here's one or two things you can do today. Absolutely. I love this one, especially the first domain, because it's the most important. I right. would say the first thing I'm going to ask moms to do is get a journal. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't care what kind of journal it is. It doesn't have to be fancy, just something to write in. And, and this is just for you. No one else has to see it. Uh, and then, so we're going to do the four domains. The very first one, self-awareness. There is an emotional wheel out there. Google the emotional wheel. Find out all the emotions that there are. I mean, typically we think that there are only four human emotions, right? Which is happy, sad, angry, fearful, right? I'm afraid. 
But there are so many more emotions we're not used to being able to articulate Mm -hmm. and express. As a mom, it's okay for us to be frustrated. It's okay. But we have to know those emotions that we're working with. And, And that's one of the first things. It's a very simple thing to do is what's an emotion? What's the range of emotion? And then just check your emotion each day. You can just literally check, wake up in the morning and today is the 26th. And I, how, what's your mood? And so you check in with yourself. How am I feeling today? And you can be honest with yourself in your journal. And so I'll give you something that I have started to do. And this is so personal, Tara. Toward the end of 2022, I recognized for myself that I was sad. Hmm. I recognized for myself that I wasn't happy. Not about the things that I was doing for others, but just about how I was feeling about me. I I didn't have any personal joy for me. I didn't have any personal happiness for me. And I had so many losses of people and things Mm. that I was sad. And so that particular morning, I didn't have my journal. I didn't get my journal for 2023 until January, but I recognized and I was self-aware. And so that's the very first thing. And the most simplest thing that we can do is to honor ourselves by saying, this is how I feel. Now, what do you do with that? Those are some other steps. But the thing that I think we're most afraid of is saying that because other people have put on us, we're super women, we're super mom, and we have, we are able to conquer it all. And if I can solve the millions of things that my children and my family go through in a day, I certainly shouldn't feel this about myself. I'm a conqueror. I'm a warrior, but even warriors and conquerors feel we're human. And so we sometimes don't honor that and give ourselves a space to even say that. So the journal helps you say it and then write it. And now we can take some other steps to get through it. Well, and it's putting, it's putting a name to it, right? Because you have these feelings and if you can put a name to it and say, I am sad, then you let that sink in and then you could recognize, okay, how do I become happy again or move toward happiness if I am sad? But if we don't even have the moment to slow down and take that self-awareness and actually name it, then we can't take the next steps. Right. No. So no. What, and they what, always say like with couples and relationships, right? And families, we're not arguing about the thing that it is. Right. And so have you ever experienced sometimes where you feel like something's happening in your body? You haven't slowed down long enough to even identify it. We honestly only think about those four human emotions, but okay. there's so many on the wheel. And so when you're in the space, I'm able to help clients walk through it. But even as individuals with a journal, it's I'm sad. And I was able to verbalize it and write in it, eventually write it in my journal. I am unhappy. I, I'm not feeling any joy. And there are some more, right? I feel hopeless because that's part of why are you feeling sad? Right. What happened today that made you feel that way? For me, it was me asking myself that question. And I was able to say there were so many people who I loved and cared about that I feel sad and I miss them. I feel sad that I can't get, I won't have a chance to see them on this earth again, right? Or I lost this thing that I've been working really hard on, whether it's a pitch or a presentation. And I feel like, and then so the deeper question is, you know, why do you feel sad? And so now you're starting to ask yourself those questions to really zero in on what it is. Because sometimes we think I'm sad. Let me just go shopping. Yeah, I'm sad. Quick you know, fix. let me right, let, right, exactly. Let me go to the spa, 
And so for me, I had friends around saying, well, what is it I could do to fix it? Quite honestly, it wasn't about the fix. It was about what you said. I have to honor it to then, you know, to really respect it so that I know exactly what I need to do in order to move forward through it. Today's episode was brought to you by Dreamland Baby. I want to introduce you to a product that hundreds of thousands of parents use to help their baby sleep, the Dreamland Baby Weighted Sleep Sack. Hi, I'm Tara Williams, host of the Mom Manual and founder of Dreamland Baby. When my son Luke was six months old, he was still waking up every hour and a half. I was completely exhausted, frustrated, and at my wit's end. Sound familiar? My solution to create a gently weighted sleep sack that babies can safely wear to help them feel calm, fall asleep faster, and stay asleep longer. The award-winning doctor-approved Dream Weighted Sleep Sack and Swaddle features our proprietary CoverCom technology, evenly distributed weight from your baby's shoulders to toes to help naturally reduce stress and allow your little one to feel relaxed and sleep soundly. If you're struggling to get your baby to sleep for longer stretches and go down easier, you're not alone. This product was a game changer for my son and can be for your family too. And right now we've got a special discount exclusive to mom manual listeners. Use code MOMMANUAL15 at checkout to get 15% off site-wide. Isn't it time for you to invest in rest? Got it. And that starts with a journal. And I, I actually had listened to a podcast recently and they said, you know, people stop journaling because it's very overwhelming and like expressing yourself and writing it and, and really pausing and, and thinking about your whole day and being able to get it out and, you know, write it down. It just becomes overwhelming. So people start out hot, you know, they do it for a week or two and then they fizzle off. So the, what I love about what you're saying with the journal is, is really, you just need to write down one thing. Like this That's is it. how I feel today, period. That's it. That's it. So it's like a check-in point. And then I love, I love too, that you can, you can look back on that. I actually, what I do is uh, I have a gratitude journal and it's super simple. And I write the date today is Tuesday, the 26th today. I'm grateful for, and then I mm-hmm. dot, 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 and I write could be two things. It could be five things, like whatever, you know, I try to keep it around under five of what I'm feeling grateful for. And it's not the bigger things. Like I'm grateful for my family, for my home. It's very specific. Like I had a call with somebody on my team that did a fantastic job and made my job easier. Like I'm grateful for this person today. Or I wrote the other day, like I was grateful that there was no traffic on the way to my son's preschool. I mean, just these small things, I guess I'm going off track a little bit, but say, you know, no, no. it's fun to like read back though. And then you realize yeah. what's important to you, right? Yeah. Same thing with the feelings journal. You can look back and go, wow, I, I am happy most of the time. And you know, wow, every Saturday and Sunday, I'm frustrated. What's happening on the weekends? Let's figure that out, right? There you go. And I'll also add to that because I used to be, that journal writer, Tara, that would write every single thought I had in every word. I'm a writer, though. I have an MFA in creative writing. I mean, this is just what I do. I worked with Leo Burnett as a copywriter. But you're right. It's overwhelming for people who don't do that. And so it's just a matter of what are you feeling? That's self-awareness. Let me tell you the other thing that I thought was helpful, too, in my journal when I picked it up in January, because I have all sorts of journals. This one was really specific to my feelings. Hmm. Underneath what I was feeling, I just started sketching. Oh. It did. It was not a word journal. It doesn't have to be the words that come to mind. Underneath it, I started drawing boxes on 
the things that I thought were making me sad. They were not in word form. They were became they became like more iconic or just scripts of what I felt. And I just was able to express it differently. So my journal, even if it has lines, I draw on it. I draw images. I draw the things that I want. So when I got to I'm sad and I wanted to say, okay, how do I get from the sadness, right? Which is a self-awareness to managing those things. Right. What's going to make me happy? I mean, I don't think it's going to surprise you, Tara, because you talk to a lot of people and you're like, you're, you know, you're the mom. This is what you do in the mom mom manual. I, what is it that's going to help me? And it wasn't a spa. It wasn't a trip. It was two things. I wanted to figure out a place to go and stretch my body. So there's a stretch lab out here and I wanted to go buy a bra. That was, those were the two things that were going to make me happy in the moment, to your point, it wasn't big, it wasn't ginormous, it wasn't, you know, climbing up a mountain, going hiking, you know, taking on a big endeavor. And so it was just going to find a bra. And, and, And I put it on a calendar and I went with a friend and that's what I did. And on that particular day, I was happy. I was able to go from self awareness and what was I feeling to how am I managing what I'm feeling instead of, and so writing it down helped to get it out. And then now what is that thing that I could do that could help with the sadness and, and buying the bra was the happiest thing I could have done that particular day. I love that. It's so simple and, but it's so specific too. That's what's really cool about it. Now I know the, all the, I can already see the DMS we're going to get. What journal is Lavelle using? Do you have a specific <laughs> brand that you use? I, you know, I don't have a brand, but I will tell you the kind that I look for. I look for the leather bound because I like how it feels. Oftentimes, I know there's, you know, some that are out there that are very quote oriented, but I stay away from those because I want something that doesn't have anything on the outside because to me, everything is going to be in the inside. Uh, and I keep these journals forever, but I've learned I don't need one journal that only does one thing. Because then you end up with so many. And so, right. So my journal will always have a date. Mm -hmm. It will always have a particular topic. And so each, you know, each day I can say, you know, how am I feeling today? And I will write the word. And I, and I'm very good about in a journal. I'm sitting here with my journals now, but I'm very good at um, drawing images inside the journals, but there's no particular brand. There's just a kind. Got it. Um, Just a blank journal. That's it. I love it. I, I got into, um, oh, there was this journal, the, the five second journal I had and, and yes. I have that and I like that. And I actually use that for like my longer term stuff. So I have yes. kind of like a daily to do. And then I have, all right, I emailed, you know, I, I'm thinking about something super specific that everyone's gonna be like, you did what? Well, I emailed whoever, right. And then there's a follow-up action from them. And so I put that in my longer journal. It's like my week long journal. This is more work related, but this is, that one's called the five second journal. It's a really popular yeah. business one and mm-hmm. it has boxes to check. So I definitely like that, but I also in, in my gratitude journal, it's just totally blank and I yeah. am not creative. So I don't do any sketching, but I actually have it on my work desk because Monday through Friday, I am at my desk all day and I don't have a particular time of the day. It's just, you know, sometime usually in the morning, whenever I can get to it, I will pick it up and, and jot down a few things. Do you have, are you like right before bed, first thing in the morning, what's your pattern? Yeah. One of the things that I believe in is 
you know, there's a difference between like, you know, what's your routine, right? And what's the regimen? And so, and so some of that is discipline for me. Like I have to be pretty disciplined to get it up. So I have like meditative prayer in the morning. And so my writing, well, it's, I'd love to write in the morning. Like that's the best time my thoughts come to me in the morning. And I also not only use the journal, but I also use my phone notes. And so whatever I need to, if I'm away and I have a thought, I'll put it in my phone notes really quickly, but then I'll go back and I'll put it in my journal. But morning times are the best time for me to get out what I want to say and what I want to do. I'm also a list writer. And so I write tons of lists. But to your point, it's like, what can I come back with? That list is always what I'm going to come back to. When it comes to self-awareness, what I realize is that in in the emotional intelligence space, it's like a four box domain right? So the upper two are all about self. The bottom two is it relates to others. So I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be really self-aware. I'm going to manage my emotions and how I get it out. But what do we ultimately want in life? We want to have healthy relationships with others. We want to be better to ourselves. And that's part of the self-awareness and managing those emotions and reactions. But it really ultimately means to be able to connect with others. And that doesn't mean that everyone who comes to us has read the book, has done the journaling, has done all the things. So we have to help when we're good and we're solid in who we are, then it helps us to be better for those situations that we we ultimately will brush up against. And so that would be like the third domain. It's, it's okay, I got a list of things that I want to do. Well, I've worked in my journal. What happens when that person that's driving next to me has it? What happens is when my child comes into the room, which I have a 16-year-old, and I know she's older, but she's also was a, on, at a point where she was two and a half to five, where she had these episodes that were all rage-driven. And so I wasn't as deeply invested in the emotional intelligence. I had not started my coaching and consulting career. So I didn't really know what to do, but I knew that it wasn't something that she can control. So to be able to figure out now, like when I help other others in this space, that it's not personal. It's not as personal as we think it is. Like they're not set out to want to ruin our day. I mean, for the most part. And so we have to make a decision on how do we create boundaries And one of the things I learned really early with my daughter was to create the boundaries so that the explosion didn't happen, right? And so sometimes, even if it was, I have to go to the bathroom, locking the door, give me a few minutes, because I need to be able to get myself centered so that I can go out and react to what's going to happen. Because oftentimes what we do is we let everything come in. We let the child come in. We let the spouse come in. We let the coworker come in. And we already know that they're coming with a whole different energy and we may not be ready for it. So I always, I create these inner boundaries. It, it sounds, I know it sounds kind of weird when you first hear it, but I have this thing called like stop, pause. And so I'll go stop, pause. And that really is like a pause break so that I can emotionally pause so that I can figure out what's coming at me and then give the reaction that's not going to ignite the whole situation. No, this is, this is so interesting because I actually just interviewed two women who are psychologists and we, they, they have a a company called mom psychology. And so we were talking about this literally exact same thing, the regulation, the pausing, the breathing, 
the stepping out, they use the bathroom example as well, because it's one of the only rooms in the house that has a lock and just locking the door, taking a moment and really actually removing yourself from the situation, which is definitely something I don't do. You know, when my kids, it's, it's mostly my four-year-old that has the tantrums. I would say my older kids who are um, eight, nine, and 10 do not at this point. But actually, that's not true. They have their momentary meltdowns, but I can at least reason with them. And him, I still, you know, but I will like keep engaging with him. And it's like, I could tell him, you know, Santa Claus was coming through the roof with a Barney hat on and he, it would just fall on down here. So why (laughs) I keep engaging, it's like, I need to just walk away and like, cause he needs a minute to just cool off. So, but that's so funny that it's, the, the same things that we're talking about as adults to regulate ourselves is what they're talking about to regulate toddlers, right? It, it yeah. really is like, it comes full circle almost for everybody mm-hmm. who's a human. It, it, it does. Well, because we're human. And so we have different triggers. Uh, I know my triggers, right? I know that this is my profession, but when it's personal and it's my children, I have to say, verbally say, okay, stop, pause. Um, I I need it. Let's let's take a break. And so my daughter is very headstrong. And so when I say stop, pause, it's like, no, 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 no. I want to stop. I said, no, we're going to stop right here. And we're going to take a minute. And so sometimes she doesn't know how to remove herself from this space. I've learned to remove myself from this space. And that's something too. moms don't. It's like, you don't get to tell me and I'm the mom and I'm the parent. And I get to but it really is about the self-awareness. Like what's happening right here is probably something of they had a bad day or you're in a caught off in a moment where you're not prepared mentally to engage it, right? And so we don't know how to disengage. We don't know how to say to our brain, it's okay to stop. And it's okay to stop mid-sentence and come back. Uh, The other thing that I do with my daughter is sometimes she'll catch me more so my daughter. I mean, we go at it. My son was a little bit more laid back and chill. But she'll ask me a question in the middle of work and my brain hasn't shifted from what I'm doing to what she's asking me. And so sometimes as moms, we we, we respond in a haste because yeah. that's just where I just want to get you out and I want you to get you on. Yes. And I have learned to just stop and look at her and give myself this thought. I'm not saying anything, Tara. Yeah. And she's looking at me like, mom, I'm waiting. And I'll say, I need a minute. Like I, right now you've caught me in the middle of something. I I can't, I can't respond to you right now. I need a minute. And, and we are so reactionary with our kids and we feel like it outside of an emergency, you know, we feel like we have to respond. It's the same thing with our phones. It's like someone sent me a text. I have to, I have to respond. Um, Someone's calling me. I learned this a long time ago. That's why voicemail is there. And so I let it go into the voicemail. I, I'm not a very, I've learned not to be so reactionary. And this is helping me manage the situation, which is the third domain. Because if I'm not ready, if I'm not prepared, if I can't emotionally handle what you're bringing at me, then you're going to get something that doesn't serve either one of us any, any good. Oh my gosh. I love talking to you. I, I, you're, you have to come back a third time. I mean, <laughs> it's like, I live for this. And I feel like, you know, me, I don't know, five or 10 years ago, I'd be like, I don't even know what you're talking about, what you're saying. And you hear so many people talking now about therapy and meeting with, you know, coaches and life coaches and 
so much of this, it, it sounds a little woo woo, but if you actually do the work and uncover your childhood and, and I think I had a wonderful childhood, what am I uncovering? And then when I really start talking about, you know, I, I have actually hired somebody, I tried to do the, um, oh, what is it? What, what are all the online ones? Like there, where you meet with the person, it, it's almost like online dating and they match you with a counselor, like e-counseling. Oh. Or Okay. And I matched uh-huh. with this like very kind older gentleman. And it was just like, I just like talked for an hour. I'm like, I don't feel like I got anything from that. So I felt like a therapist, talk therapy. Felt like a therapist just wasn't for me, but I really wanted somebody that was giving me like a positive energy to our conversation. Yeah. Like, and a lot of mine is business related. Like, hey, I'm feeling super stressed out. Like, how do I kind of get past these limiting beliefs or imposter syndrome. Like I'm a CEO of a company and other people, you know, family and salaries depend on me. So I actually started with a life coach and so much of what you are talking about and you do in this one-on-one is exactly what, what the work I do with the life coach. And at first it, it all just felt very heavy and kind of draining. And I felt like I, kind of cross this chasm of an unlock, if you will. And there were a few things that I just felt like I shed off and I just felt light and just lighter. Mm-hmm. And I could go about my day. And it was things that I was putting so much weight to caring about. And I'm like, that doesn't even affect me. Like, I don't care about that. You know, it's yeah. not, mm-hmm. it, I can't control it. And I don't actually even care. And I didn't yeah. realize that until I became more self-aware. I could manage my reactions, right? So I love this work that you're doing because it's, you know, obviously LaVelle, somebody could hire you and do a one-on-one, but if they're not ready for that or, or they don't want to, you know, dive so much into it, this is stuff you can just do on your own. It's like, you can almost be your yeah. own life coach through self-awareness, managing reactions, situation to hand, um, and then managing those relationships. Cause like you said, at the end of the day, we want to love ourselves and love others and be in good, productive relationships. And we can't do any of that if we don't know ourselves and then know other people, right? So I, oh my gosh, I just love this. Yes, coming back a third time. (laughs) We talked quite a lot about kind of um, your services and your business, but is there anywhere, where, where are you hanging out online that people can find you? Tell us all the things. Oh my gosh. So um, where am I hanging out right now? So a couple of things that Mom Lodges is doing right now in the midst, we have been, we actually are partnering with Allstate Corporation or Allstate Corporate, and we're putting on a youth and parent uh, event uh, summit. It's called Level Up Summit. The future is youth. And we are partnering with all, uh, all state. We're going to do it at Malcolm X College in Chicago, March 25th, 2023. I can't believe I'm saying that. Uh, and it's focused on youth and parents and all about leveling up in the areas of your life. So academics, athletically, the arts, um, your mental health, right? Your future is you. And so you show up and you take you everywhere where you go. So how are you going to level up in this space? So I'm excited about that. We're doing that. And so when you can find me, I'm on LinkedIn, Lavelle Smith Hall. Mom Logics is on LinkedIn. We also have a private community on Facebook and but we also have our business page on Mom Logics um, on Facebook as well as IG. And you can always reach me at um, momlogics.com or info at momlogics.com, where if you're interested in one-on-one or coaching or bringing us in into your organization or your business or doing some sort of group coaching session with your moms or your parents, we certainly would love to be able to do that. It's just not me. There's a team of, of coaches that come in 
Uh, some are life coaches by trade, some work with corporations, some work with youth. So there's a variety of us. I love to be able to talk and do this, what we're doing now, like talk to moms. I feel like we just need the space yeah. to be able to do it. Because the thing is, is that unless we can, like I always ask, how much time do you spend with yourself, right? When we talk about being there for so many others, if we don't spend time, like alone time, that's just for us, how then can we recharge and like regenerate and renew ourselves to be able to go out and give to others? And so this was a season somewhat toward the end of 2022 into 2023 of me just being and learning how to be and not be so distracted by so many other things. And it and it's work. And the journal has been amazing. So I even do a little gratitude in it. And just like you said, nothing big. Like I am grateful for the journal. Yeah. That was given to me so that I can write some of these thoughts that I have down. So that's a little bit about how I use it personally. It's certainly a little a lot about how I work with others in this space and just excited about what's to come for Mom Logics. And all those that we work with, whether they are moms or our partners, uh, community partners, or our potential um, sponsors or funders for the the Melinda app. So excited about all that. Well, Lavelle, you are going into my gratitude journal today because you are such an inspiration. Um, Seriously, if you are in Chicago, you guys do not miss that Level Up Summit. That sounds amazing. And I love that you're tying in kids. Um, I am definitely joining all your Facebook communities and everyone go go chat with Lavelle because I'm fired up right now I'm gonna say that thank you yes yes so much for joining (laughs) us today have an amazing day all right you too thanks Sarah